Hi, I'm Josh, and welcome to the Wild Nature Photography Podcast, the podcast that talks the art, the craft, and perhaps a little bit of the jet lag of international nature photography. It's the 22nd of June, 2022, and this is podcast number 45, I think. Let me check. One sec. Yes, I'm right. It was podcast 45. It has been a little while since I've done a podcast. I've just had a lot of travel. I was in Africa for a little over three weeks, and I had mentioned in one of my previous podcasts that I wasn't going to be doing any podcasting while I was in Africa, and that was indeed the case. In fact, the Africa trip ended up actually being extended by roughly 10 days, longer than I intended it to be, and that was for a number of reasons, not the least of which was that there was an opportunity to stay on. The wildlife photography was just so superb and so fantastic. I really wanted to to maximize the time that I had there, and so ended up staying on a little longer. And as a result of that, I only got home a few days ago and I've been catching up on correspondence and emails and office work and all that really sort of boring stuff that needs to get done when you're running a business. But it's just meant that the podcast has taken a bit of a back seat. And that's not an excuse. It's just uh, the realities of life in business. Unfortunately, the podcast is something I enjoy doing very, very much, but sometimes I just don't get the time to get around to it. So uh, it's been a while since the last one, but we're here today. It's going to be a sort of a brief update. I'm going to do a much more in-depth podcast, I hope, later this week, early next week, before I leave for Svalbard, that's going to be all about shooting in the cold, um, how I deal with shooting in the cold, the things that I do in terms of preparation, et cetera, et cetera. So that'll be something that I talk about much more extensively than today's podcast. Today's is just going to be a little bit of an update with a few items I want to sort of cover off. One of the first ones is I'm going to be doing a BenQ webinar. So this will be the third webinar I've done for BenQ. That's going to be next week. I think it's on the 29th of June, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it is. It's the 29th of June next week. So that's Wednesday next week, Australian time. I will put a link to it in the show notes. It's going to be all about post-production of images with ice and snow, and I'm going to do a step-by-step um, process of how I process my images with ice and snow, light with ice and snow in Lightroom. So from import with the raw file right through to the finished the finished image, and I'm going to do probably probably three, four, or five of them during the course of the webinar, and just show the techniques that I use to really get the best out of them. Because when you're dealing with highlights and doing high key imagery, particularly with ice and snow, it's really critical to make sure that you maintain texture and tone in the ice and snow. Otherwise you end up with really flat, white, boring areas, which can be okay in certain situations, but most of the time you need to have detail to make it look like ice and snow. So I'm gonna be walking through my workflow uh, for images with ice and snow. I'm looking forward to that very much. These, podcasts, um, sorry, these webinars that I've been doing with BenQ, I have really, really enjoyed. It's it's a great opportunity to have, uh, for me to have an attentive audience who are interested in what I'm talking about and for me to be able to share some of the things that I've learned photographing so much in uh, in the world's polar region. So I'm looking forward to that. As I said, I'll put a link in the show notes. So if you want to go and register for that, you will need to register. It's free. You don't. There's no cost for attending, but you just need to register so you can get a link to the Zoom meeting. Um, uh, for the for the BenQ webinar. The second item I just want to talk about quickly was I have two pieces that have become available on my Finland workshop this October. This is to the far north of Finland for wolves, wolverines and bears. It's a location I've been going for quite some years now and provides just outstanding opportunities. In fact, I think it actually provides the best wolf opportunities anywhere in the world. Certainly better than Yellowstone in the States. You're able to get much, much closer to the wolves. Uh, we're photographing them from hides. 
And again, I'll put a link to this in the show notes if you're interested in joining me for for this particular workshop. It is a, a trip I only take six photographers on. I only run it once a year, so it is a very, very special opportunity. And as I said, I don't know anywhere else in the world where you can reliably get this close to wolves. They're also quite reliably wolverine and bears as well. So we'll be there in October. It's a fantastic time of the year to be there. It's autumn in Finland. The colours in the boreal forest are really uh, superb. Uh, there's also quite interesting bird life in that area as well. So again, I'll put a link in the show notes if you want to check that out. Just drop me an email if you've got some some interest in joining me for that. Now, speaking of trips, I've also just published the trip report from my Africa trip to Zululand. This was an absolutely fantastic trip. Again, I'll put a link in the show notes to the full report. I've included quite a bit of video in the report as well. So just video I shot on my iPhone, uh, including a tour of one of the hides, because uh, there are a number of overnight hides in this particular game reserve that we uh, that we utilised, um, as well as some iPhone photography from the ground level with cheetahs as well, which was a fantastic opportunity. So as I said in my intro, this was really an amazing trip. It really provided some opportunities for wildlife photography I wasn't expecting. The ability to photograph at night from the overnight hides at the drinking pond when Cape Buffalo were, were coming, elephants were coming. It was really incredible. And I'm, I'm really blown away with some of the photographs that I was able to make and that some of the other participants made as well during the, during the workshop. We, we really did a lot of photography. I think I came home with nearly 20,000 photographs. <laughs> which is an awful lot from nearly three weeks. So it's going to take me a long, long time before I can sort through all of those. But I've started to make a, um, a dent in it, and I have uploaded a few sample images as well to that to that trip report. So again, I'll put a link to that trip report in the show notes, and um, you can check that out as well if you like. There's a bit of text as well wrapped around it. The trip was so successful, I felt that, and provided such unique opportunities that I decided to go back again next year. So I announced this a few days ago that I would be going back to this game reserve in May of next year. I've actually taken over the full camp. So I'll be taking 14 photographers with me, and that's going to give us a number of very special opportunities. As a full camp takeover, it means that we're not restricted to the usual, you know, one night in the overnight hide per five days. It's going to be much, much more than that. So we're going to have fantastic opportunities. It'll be in May. There are also details on my website. I've included them also at the bottom of the trip report from this year. So again, if you're interested in that, you can check that out as well. So that's it for today. I am going to be leaving for Svalbard in 11 days' time. Uh, that has come around very, very fast, and I still have a lot to do here in Australia before I will be ready to get on a plane and head up to Oslo and on to Longyearbyen. Uh, I haven't even started to think about my packing yet, uh, although I do know in my head what camera equipment I'm going to take with me for that trip. It'll be summer in the Arctic. It'll be 24-hour daylight. Uh, it's a wonderful time to be up there photographing polar bears because we have so much daylight to work with. This is a trip that was originally scheduled to run in 2020. Then it was delayed until 2021, and then finally 2022 because of the pandemic. So it feels very, very good to be finally running this trip and getting it off my books. It's been uh, a couple of years now since I was last in Svalbard, <clears throat> excuse me, last in Svalbard in the summer. And as I said, I'm really looking forward to to getting back there. Uh, I will be taking both the Canon EOS R3s with me. That has been um, a full conversion for me now, having shot with them in Ellesmere Island earlier this year in March in winter, and now having used them in warmer weather in Africa, not extremely hot weather, you know, temperatures around 26 degrees. I'm completely sold on these two cameras. Uh, I have switched over almost all my glass to RF. 
mostly because Canon has helped me out a lot to do that, not because I needed to. Uh, I think it's an important differentiation to note that I've been using some of my old EF lenses with the converter and they work just fine. Uh, there's absolutely no issues whatsoever. It's simply because Canon have helped me out uh, and enabled, that has enabled me to swap much of my lenses over to RF mounts. So um, as I said, I do know what I'm going to be taking with me to Svalbard. In fact, perhaps I should just talk about it for a minute while I'm, while I'm podcasting. And that's going to be, I'm going to take the 14 to 35, the 24 105, the 7200 2.8, the 400 2.8, and my 600 f4. Now, it might seem a bit excessive to be taking both the 400 and the 600, but I really feel like I want to have both lenses. A lot of the time, I want to photograph the wildlife in the landscape, and the 70 to 200 is often just not quite enough lens for that with bears at a distance. The 400 I find really fantastic for that. 600 is obviously too much unless the bear's very, very far away. So by taking both the 400 and the 600, it gives me a lot of flexibility. It's more gear to has to to get over to Svalbard, which is a bit of a hassle. But once I'm there, I think it's going to be worth it. So I decided I'm going to take quite a bit of kit with me for this trip. And so I'll actually also be staying on after the conclusion of this trip for a few days in Svalbard. And then I'm actually going to head over to Sweden to meet up with some relatives of mine that I haven't yet met. So I'm quite excited about that too, on a personal note. That'll be something that um, will be a bit special for me. Uh, I think that's about all I wanted to cover for, t- for today. As I said, a fairly short update. I'm going to do a more extensive podcast uh, before I leave for Svalbard on shooting in the cold, how I deal with shooting in the cold. I want to cover everything from gloves to clothes to camera equipment to preparations, uh, hand warmers, battery heated socks, battery heated gloves, what my thoughts are on what brands I like, which ones I don't. I want to do a really extensive podcast on this because it's something I've been asked for quite a lot. So, and actually recently uh, one of my clients contacted me with a quite extensive email and said, would I also talk about it? So I've decided that yes, I am going to talk about it. I just want to have more time to prepare for it and really be able to dive in, in deep into preparing for cold weather photography. So that's it for today. I think that's all I wanted to cover. Check those items out in the show notes. If you're interested in having a look at any of those things I've talked about, you can of course drop me an email as well if you want any further information. But I think we'll leave it there for today. <clears throat> Excuse me, we'll leave it there for today. Still got a bit of a frog in my throat. It's not a cold um, and it's not COVID. I just seem to have a, had this lingering cough I just can't seem to get rid of. But anyway, let's leave it there for today. I'm Josh. It has been the 22nd of June, 2022 on the Wild Nature Photography Podcast. I look forward to seeing you out in the field soon.